鸟儿的欢鸣，溪水的婉转。听，爱与恨，悲与喜，苦与乐，得与失。听，跳跃的文字，灵动的声音。You're listening to Morse Read。欢迎您收听轻松调频美文阅读 Morse Read。我是沈听，让我们在这里一起听美文、学英语。More to read， 用文字抒发感情，用文字诉说故事，用文字穿越古今。Daily quote。圣人不贵尺之弊，而重寸之音，实难得而易失也。A sage cherishes an inch of time instead of a foot of jade, because time is hard to attain and easy to lose. 我们刚才听到的这句话出自《淮南子·袁道训》。《淮南子》为西汉淮南王刘安及其门客所著，本名弘烈，弘大也。烈名也，以为大明道之言也。刘安的父亲刘长是汉高祖的庶子，封为淮南王。刘安作为长子，承袭父爵，故亦称淮南王。淮南子又称淮南弘烈，全书二十一卷，原书二十余万言，今存十三万余字。汉武帝建元二年，即公元前一百三十九年，淮南王刘安将其献给年仅十七岁的皇帝，并得到皇帝的喜爱，被珍藏在皇宫的秘府之中。《淮南子》一书中有较多的庄子的影响，依与晚周至汉初南方黄老道家的正宗有所区别。道家又以黄老为主，转移到以老庄甚至以庄烈为主。这一转变在《淮南子》的书中已可见其端倪。作为楚文化重要内容的黄老道家兼阴阳术数,数的思想传统，到《淮南子》的成书已经是殿君之作了。圣人不重尺之弊，而重寸之音，实难得而易失也。A sage cherishes an inch of time instead of a foot of jade, because time is hard to attain and easy to lose. 
the long line of spray where the sea meets the moon-blanched land. Listen, you hear the grating roar of pebbles which the waves draw back and fling at their return up the high strand. Begin and cease and then again begin with tremulous cadence slow and bring the eternal note of sadness in. Sophocles, long ago, heard it on the Aegean and it brought into his mind the turbid ebb and flow of human misery. We find also in the sound a thought, hearing it by this distant northern sea. The sea of faith was once too at the full and round earth's shore lay like the folds of a bright girdle furled. But now I only hear its melancholy long withdrawing roar retreating to the breath of the night wind down the vast edges drear and naked shingles of the world. Ah, love, let us be true to one another, for the world, which seems to lie before us like a land of dreams, so various, so beautiful, so new, hath really neither joy nor love nor light nor certitude nor peace, nor help for pain. And we are here as on a darkling plain, swept with confused alarms of struggle and flight, where ignorant armies clash by night. Dorfohaitan 微光闪闪循环往复相继不断那节奏舒缓那旋律震颤这永恒的曲调饱含悲切哀怨古代的诗人索福克勒斯在爱琴海上也曾聆听过这涛声的咏叹有着混杂的潮汐想到人世的苦难
，信仰之海呀！曾几何时，大潮涨满，遍布整个世界，飞舞彩带，闪耀光环。可是现在，还能听到什么？只剩下悲伤悠长的呼喊。潮声退落成晚风的呜咽，直到世界沙石裸露，广袤的边际一片昏暗。啊，让我们彼此真诚相爱。看这眼前的世界，处处如梦似幻，似乎美好、新奇、灿烂，可是既无欢乐、光明、爱恋。又无诚信、和平、慈善。我们身处漆黑的莽原，争斗、逃亡、惶恐、纷乱。黑夜里，愚蠢的军队厮杀、纠缠。刚才听到的这首诗歌《Dover Beach》，多佛海滩，出自英国著名诗人马修·阿诺德。英文版本由 Mark Griffiths 为您朗读，中文版本由南海之声的主持人米亚牛为您朗诵。马修·阿诺德是英国著名的诗人、评论家。我们今天读到的这首《多佛海滩》是马修·阿诺德最著名的哲理诗。诗中，阿诺德利用想象将过去和现在联系起来，借眼前经历与回忆的混合，道出自己的想法。自然界里潮水的退落，等同于人类信念的丧失。解决的方法，便是以朋友之间忠诚的爱替代人类和上帝之间的感情。所以，诗人召唤爱人和自己心心相印。More to read， 文字的世界。用心，用心聆听。Beauty of words。巨人的花园 ，The Selfish Giant， 又译作《自私的巨人》，是英国唯美主义作家奥斯卡·王尔德创作的童话作品，讲述了自私的巨人从自私变得慷慨，最终在天主的指引下走入天堂的故事。该篇是王尔德创作的童话作品中最短的一篇。收录于童话集《快乐王子》及其他故事。好，那么接下来呢，我们就一起来读一下由王尔德所写的这部短篇童话作品当中的节选片段。中文版本由轻松调频的主持人莫涵为您朗读，由林徽因翻译。The Selfish Giant by Oscar Wilde。巨人的花园，王尔德。It was a large, lovely garden with soft green grass. Here and there, over the grass, stood beautiful flowers like stars, and there were twelve peach trees that, in the springtime, broke out into delicate blossoms of pink and pearl, and in the autumn bore rich fruit. The birds sat on the trees and sang so sweetly that the children used to stop their games in order to listen to them. How happy we are here! They cry to each other. 宜人的大花园里，遍地生长着绿草，绿草地上
到处生长着美丽的花朵，犹如天上的星儿一样璀璨。十二棵英姿飒爽的桃树，春天开着红白的小花，秋天结满丰盛的果子。鸟儿坐在桃树枝上，唱着甜蜜而动听的歌。孩子们沉醉在歌声里，玩着玩着便歇下来，侧耳静听。他们互相叫着：“我们在这儿多快乐呀 ！”The birds did not care to sing in it, as there were no children, and the trees forgot to blossom. 鸟儿不到没有孩子的地方玩耍，树木也忘记了开花。Once a beautiful flower put its head out from the grass, but when it saw the notice board, it was so sorry for the children. That it slipped back into the ground again and went off to sleep. The only people who were pleased were the snow and the frost. Spring has forgotten this garden, they cried. So we will live here all the year round. The snow covered up the grass with a great white cloak, and the frost painted all the trees silver. 有一次，一株美丽的花儿刚从草丛中把头伸出，看见那块告示牌，很替孩子们不平，也就缩到地下去睡觉了。最得意的只有霜和雪，他们叫着：“春天已把这个园子忘记，我们终年都可以居住在这儿了。”雪用它白色的大衣覆盖草地。霜把花园里的树枝一起镀成银色。Then they invited the north wind to stay with them, and he came. He was wrapped in furs, and he roared all day about the garden and blew the chimney pots down. This is a delightful spot, he said. We must ask the hail on a visit. So the hail came. Every day for three hours, he rattled on the roof of the castle till he broke most of the slates, and then he ran round and round the garden as fast as he could go. He was dressed in grey, and his breath was like ice. They invited the north wind. The north wind also came to live with them. He was wrapped in furs, and he roared all day about the garden. He broke most of the slates. 这地方很不错，我们把宝请来就更好了。因此，宝也来了。他每天在房顶上胡闹，弄坏了许多石板，然后又在花园里狂奔。他穿着灰色的衣服，呼吸像冰一样冷飕飕。He saw a most wonderful sight. Through a little hole in the wall, the children had crept in. And they were sitting in the branches of the trees. In every tree that he could see, there was a little child, and the trees were so glad to have the children back again that they had covered themselves with blossoms, and were waving their arms gently above the children's heads. The birds were flying about and twittering with delight, and the flowers were looking up through the green grass and laughing. 他看见一个非常奇特的场景，只见许多小孩竟然从墙角的小洞爬进园子，坐在树枝上。他在每一棵树上都可以看到一个小孩小孩回来了
，树木非常高兴，立刻全身开遍花朵，手臂在孩子头上摇来摇去，鸟儿也上下飞舞，欢喜而婉转的开始唱歌，花儿也从绿草丛中露出脸颊，在那儿欢笑。It was a lovely scene. Only in one corner, it was still winter. It was the farthest corner of the garden, and in it was standing a little boy. He was so small that he could not reach up to the branches of the tree, and he was wandering all round it, crying bitterly. The poor tree was still quite covered with frost and snow, and the north wind was blowing and roaring above it. Climb up, little boy," said the tree, and it bent its branches down as low as it could. But the boy was too tiny. 这是一幅多么可爱的图画！只有花园最偏僻的角落，仍旧弥漫在冬天的萧瑟里。就在那花园最偏僻的角落，有一个小孩站在那儿。他人太小，爬不上树，在那儿转来转去。很悲伤的哭着，可怜的树仍全身覆盖霜雪，北风依旧在头上怒吼。树儿尽量把枝条弯下，说：“爬上来呀，小朋友。”但那孩子太小了，始终攀爬不上去。And the giant's heart melted as he looked out. How selfish I have been, he said. Now I know why the spring would not come here. I will put that poor little boy on the top of the tree, and then I will knock down the wall, and my garden shall be the children's playground forever and ever. He was really very sorry for what he had done. 巨人默默看着这一切，心忽然软了，说：“我是多么自私啊！现在知道春天为什么不来了。”我应该把那小孩抱上树去，再把墙推倒，让花园永远做孩子的游乐场。他对于以往的行为充满懊悔。Only the little boy did not run, for his eyes were so full of tears that he did not see the giant coming. And the giant stole up behind him and took him gently in his hand, and put him up into the tree. And the tree broke at once into blossom, and the birds came and sang on it, and the little boy stretched out his two arms and flung them round the giant's neck, and kissed him. And the other children, when they saw that the giant was not wicked any longer, came running back, and with them came the spring. 只有那最小的孩子没有跑，他没有看见巨人走过来，眼里噙满泪水。巨人偷偷来到他的身后，轻轻把他抱起来，放到树枝上。那树瞬间鲜花盛开，鸟儿也瞬间飞来，开始歌唱。那小孩伸出双臂，抱着巨人的脖子，甜甜的亲了他一口。其他的孩子看见巨人已经不是坏人，也都跑回来。春天又同他们一起回到了园子里。Years went over, and the giant grew very old and feeble. He could not play about any more, 
So he sat in a huge armchair and watched the children at their games, and admired his garden. I have many beautiful flowers, he said, but the children are the most beautiful flowers of all. 许多年以后，巨人老了，再也没力气玩耍。他每天只能坐在一张大靠椅上，看着小孩子游戏。然后尽情欣赏花园里这幅宜人的景象。他说：“我有许多美丽的花，但是孩子才是这些花中最美丽的。” He did not hate the winter now, for he knew that it was merely the spring asleep, and that the flowers were resting. 现在他不恨冬天了，因为他知道，冬天只是春天在睡觉。And when he came quite close, his face grew red with anger, for on the palms of the child's hands were the prints of two nails, and the prints of two nails were on the little feet. 忽然，他气得满脸通红。原来，孩子的手掌和脚掌分别有两个清晰的钉子印。These are the wounds of love. And the child smiled on the giant and said to him, "You let me play once in your garden. Today you shall come with me to my garden, which is paradise." This is love's wounds. That child smiled on the giant and said to him, "You let me play once in your garden. Today you shall come with me to my garden, which is paradise." This is love's wounds. The Selfish Giant, by Oscar Wilde. It was a large, lovely garden, with soft green grass. Here and there, over the grass, stood beautiful flowers like stars, and there were twelve peach trees that, in the springtime, broke out into delicate blossoms of pink and pearl, and in the autumn, bore rich fruit. The birds sat on the trees and sang so sweetly that the children used to stop their games in order to listen to them. How happy we are here! They cried to each other. The birds did not care to sing in it, as there were no children, and the trees forgot to blossom. Once. A beautiful flower put its head out from the grass, but when it saw the notice board, it was so sorry for the children that it slipped back into the ground again and went off to sleep. The only people who were pleased were the snow and the frost. Spring has forgotten this garden, they cried, so we will live here all the year round. The snow covered up the grass with a great white cloak, and the frost painted all the trees silver. Then they invited the north wind to stay with them, and he came. He was wrapped in furs, and he roared all day about the garden, and blew the chimney pots down. This is a delightful spot, he said. We must ask the hail on a visit. So the hail came. 
Every day, for three hours, he rattled on the roof of the castle till he broke most of the slates, and then he ran round and round the garden as fast as he could go. He was dressed in grey, and his breath was like ice. He saw a most wonderful sight. Through a little hole in the wall, the children had crept in, and they were sitting in the branches of the trees. In every tree that he could see, there was a little child, and the trees were so glad to have the children back again that they had covered themselves with blossoms, and were waving their arms gently above the children's heads. The birds were flying about and twittering with delight. And the flowers were looking up through the green grass and laughing. It was a lovely scene. Only in one corner, it was still winter. It was the farthest corner of the garden, and in it was standing a little boy. He was so small that he could not reach up to the branches of the tree, and he was wandering all round it, crying bitterly. The poor tree was still quite covered with frost and snow, and the north wind was blowing and roaring above it. Climb up, little boy," said the tree, and it bent its branches down as low as it could. But the boy was too tiny, and the giant's heart melted as he looked out. How selfish I have been," he said. Now I know why the spring would not come here. I would put that poor little boy on the top of the tree, and then I would knock down the wall, and my garden shall be the children's playground forever and ever. He was really very sorry for what he had done. Only the little boy did not run, for his eyes were so full of tears that he did not see the giant coming. And the giant stole up behind him and took him gently in his hand, and put him up into the tree. And the tree broke at once into blossom, and the birds came and sang on it, and the little boy stretched out his two arms and flung them round the giant's neck, and kissed him. And the other children, when they saw that the giant was not wicked any longer, came running back, and with them came the spring. Years went over, and the giant grew very old and feeble. He could not play about any more, so he sat in a huge armchair and watched the children at their games and admired his garden. I have many beautiful flowers, he said, but the children are the most beautiful flowers of all. He did not hate the winter now. For he knew that it was merely the spring asleep, and that the flowers were resting. And when he came quite close, his face grew red with anger, for on the palms of the child's hands were the prints of two nails, and the prints of two nails were on the little feet. These are the wounds of love, and the child smiled on the giant and said to him, "You let me play once in your garden." Today you shall come with me to my garden, 
which is paradise. Thank you for listening to the Meiwen Yue Du Podcast.